Hey! Hey, everybody! Welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich. I'm Piers Ray. And this is the show. This is Podcast vs. Podcast. Yeah. If this was a show you were looking for, you found it, stop clicking around on your computer, stay here with us. And it's it just, you know, there's just no need for it. There's just no, all the clicking. Eric, Eric, stop it. They found the show. You don't need to click for them. It's good. I was just illustrating... I was just giving them an example. Well done. I feel like I understand it better now, so yeah. I'm sure they do as well. And I'm sure they understand now that uh, this is a podcast where me and Piers each pitch each other uh, an idea for a new podcast. And at the end of this podcast, we will vote on which idea we think was the best. And the winner gets the honor of uh, of us doing that one instead of this. We're going to quit this podcast forever mm-hmm, and do mm-hmm. that instead. We are best friends and blood brothers. And, uh, and our destinies are intertwined. Yeah, basically. What a tangled web. We weave... Here's Ray. That we do. So, well, I guess I'm just going to get... Did I Did I pitch first yesterday? Yes, you did. So it's my turn to pitch first. As is tradition. We have laws here in podcast versus podcast land and we obey them. <laughs> so uh, as longtime listeners know, uh, me and Piers, it's usually, you know, this is, this is neither here nor there, but we run a, a small micronation called Podcasters podcast versus podcast, podcast land. land. Uh, we have, uh, by this point, we have about 12 oil rigs. That we've uh, strapped together. Yeah, not all of them are fully claimed yet. I would say about four of them are kind of, we call those the wild rigs. <laughs> yeah, the wild rigs. Um, and uh, the most famous wild rig is uh, oil rig number 10, uh, uh, which the, the, actually used to be a mansion for an eccentric billionaire. Um, and I've, I've been too spooked out to uh, to head on over there and, and fully like clean it out and... and uh, uh, run the run the extension cords over so that we can have power. Oh, and, yeah, and get the vacuum over yeah, there. Yeah, because I heard that there's crocodiles in, in, in that mansion. Oh, okay. All right. Eric is putting a lot, doing a lot of table setting right now. Yeah. That mansion may or may not be haunted. Like, all we have are rumors and hearsay because we don't, well, I mean, I don't want to go over there. All the wailing at, at night and stuff and the, the strange Yeah, and lights. I don't believe in ghosts, but I do believe in crocodiles, and I do believe that there are several hundred crocodiles on that oil rig. Okay, well, that what evidence do you have to support this? I feel it. You feel it. I feel it in my bones. I know I know that the uh, eccentric billionaire who used to live there had at least one pet crocodile, and I think they can... Uh, they can what is oh, it? Jurassic Park breeding, where they just kind of spontaneously change gender in order to reproduce? Yeah, so I think that crocodile probably laid a bunch of eggs. Now there's lots of crocodiles. I am... Where are you going with this? I'm just saying, um, I was reading up on this billionaire because okay. I wanted to make sure that there were or were not crocodiles because I'm deathly afraid of crocodiles. And uh, I learned okay. some interesting things about them. Uh, so this is a podcast that I'm pitching where every episode we bring in a new page of this book that I found that is the, the biography, autobiography of, um, J.W. uh, Crocodile Dington. That, uh, that cannot be his name. That's what it says on the front. I mean, it could be a pen name. Let me, let me see that. Okay, here you go. <sighs> J. Wild Crocodillington. Yeah, J. Walt Crocodile. 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 Crocodilington. Okay, so uh, uh, this guy's led an extremely interesting life. And I think that uh, every episode, I can just bring in, like, each page. I mean, it's sort of like, uh, I don't know if you've ever read, like, a book published <laughs> by. I, I have no, read no, no. books, yes, I, yes. Like, books published by stand up comedians where it's just like. 
Oh, like essays and short stories, like a lot of short form stuff? No, I'm thinking of specifically two that I've read that are like uh, one from George Carlin and one from Jerry Seinfeld, where it's just their material oh, yeah. written out in text form. That's how it used to be for for comedians doing books. Yeah, so it would there would be like, you know, each page would have like a couple paragraphs and each one would be like a bit. I read the hell out of sign language when I was younger. Is Was that what it was called? Yeah. And it's just him on the front with his like fist on his cheek. Yeah, and he's smiling. I read that. Yeah, I loved it. it. Me too. It's a it's a great album, great book. Um, I'm so... telling you for the. I think it's just a transcription of I'm telling you for the last time, for the most <laughs> part. Like he's added a few things, but uh, yeah, and minus all the audience laughter, of course. So oh, not the version of the book I had. <laughs> it had like audience laughter. Yeah, like pages of just ha 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 ha. And then, like in brackets, uh, excited woman giggling. That might that might be the first edition. Oh, well, oh, really? Yeah, you better oh, hold on to that. That's going to be worth so much. Keep it in mint. Oh, yeah, I'm putting in it in condition. my safe. Anyways, this book is very similar to that. Like each page has like a couple paragraphs of just like snippets of his life. It's a really strange format for an autobiography, but uh, I think it would make great fodder for a podcast. Um, I complete. Okay, one thing. One thing. I do think. Because I did pitch an idea about this yeah. a week or two ago, basically asking you to go over there and clean the place out and just make sure yeah. that there aren't any ghosts. I still, like, I think, I don't think there are crocodiles. I think there are. I think there's no ghosts and that there are crocodiles. Neither of us are going over there to, to not prove any, not the other any one time wrong. Soon. Not anytime soon. If yeah. anyone wanted to stop by the Micronation and check it out for us. I would love that. I would be willing to offer you as many crocodiles as you can carry. and Or ghosts. Or ghosts. Yeah, Whatever see, you want. We have such a good relationship. We're willing to just give each other the benefit of the doubt. Sure. We're great people. Um, I think this is a great idea. I Thank think it, I'm very interested in learning more about this strange man who built a city all the way out here. I feel like we have so much in common with him. I feel like he's he has opened doors for us. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not using his property yet because we're terrified of it. <laughs> yeah. But it's for with, different reasons. It's well within our borders. Yeah. Um, it certainly. I mean, it's the largest oil rig. It's the most impressive building yeah, it's, here. It's more than ten times the size of our current nation in in its entirety. If we manage to take it, if we could, yeah, incorporate it fully, I feel like this place would really take off. We would, now then we would be hopping. God, you know, we really got to get. We got to get a cartographer out here to map this place out. We yeah. got to help people out. We'll pay top dollar. <laughs> as many crocodiles as you can carry, or, go- <laughs> or ghosts, or ghosts, or man. ghosts. We don't know what natural resource we have yet. So, uh, do you want me to read a page? We just give you a sense of like. Uh, yes, please. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna flip somewhere uh, to the middle of the book. I'm waiting with bated breath. Eric is. Carefully choosing exactly which segment of this. Okay, this is a tone. precise middle. Oh, okay, I've uh, I've measured both. There's a certain there's an equal amount of pages on this side and on this side. I don't know any other way to read a book. Start at the middle and work your way out. Okay, so here's what he's saying. Okay, on my 55th birthday, uh, I traveled out to my mansion from Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So he was based in Vancouver as well. Hey, all right. I guess that makes sense. He's very close to us, and we're very close to Vancouver. Fellow expat. I'm amazed we've never heard of this guy, though. I mean, you and me are both new to Vancouver still. Yeah. We've only been here Relative. four years. Coming up coming up on five. Maybe six. No, no, coming up on five. Maybe seven. No. No, it's definitely coming up on five, but thank All right. 
Oh, you're right. It is coming up on five. It is coming up on five. Four and a bit. Four and a bit. Four and most of a bit. Continue. Okay. Um, I brought my beautiful wife, Esmeralda, uh, to see her new home, my mansion. (laughs) Esmeralda. What a stupid name. Continue. Uh, She was very frightened of uh, crocodiles and ghosts. I uh, explained to her that there's no such thing as crocodiles or ghosts. So his name, in fact, is just a coincidence. I guess so. I mean, it's spelt wildly differently. Maybe that's why she was afraid of crocodiles. Are you saying she was afraid of her husband? She seemed... Let me just continue reading. Please. She seemed quite fearful of me as well. No. I hope to train that behavior out of her. What? (laughs) What? Okay, sorry, sorry. Just go, just go. Um, I can't believe what I'm hearing. (laughs) Her... Her, uh, her sparkling intellect is matched only by her beauty, and so I hope that one day she will come around and realize that I am a multi-billionaire, and I <laughs> love her very much. Okay, okay. This doesn't sound like someone talking about their new wife. It sounds like someone talking about, like, a crush. Like, Yeah, but she's agreed to come to the island? Here it says right here, uh, I must reiterate, she... Was definitely my wife at this point. We were married, whether or not she believes it or not. This is a very strange thing to put into a person. Yeah, why diary. would you say or not or not? Like he said or not twice in that one sentence. I'm more concerned with whether she believes it or not. Like, there's a chance she doesn't believe she married this guy. It should it should be it should be like a, a mutual decision. Eric, can I? Where did you find this book? I just found it somewhere in the library in the occult section. You found you went into the occult section. I'm scared of that place. Well, you know, I I uh, asked the librarian. She said that there was. I asked Carrie Donaldson, the librarian, master librarian. Oh, she's the best. She knows this place inside and out. And she told me for sure, 100, percent there were no crocodiles in the occult section of the library. So I ventured in. And uh, okay, because you're not afraid of ghosts or witchcraft don't, or don't anything like them. that. Don't, no. Whereas that is, of course, why I have never gone to the occult section. Right? Yeah. Also, there's no crocodiles. So also, don't worry about that. the basement floor of the VPL yeah. is kind of spooky. Yeah, I'd say so. There's less light and it's just it, not as many people go down there. There's where the records are. It's it's just I, I don't like places where there's no people. And there's like a spooky soundtrack playing on repeat. Yeah. Who put that on? Like, why was the why did you do that? It's not even Halloween. I got to say, people are like, I thought we have enough books here that all the people we kidnapped would, would have things to fill their spare time. Yeah. But people are just doing their own stuff now. And I cannot <laughs> help but feel we are losing a little control of this island. All right. Uh, do you do you have any more there from 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 his diaries or is that a? It's an autobiography. Well, it, it's, it's not... written like a diary. <laughs> like I mean, that's. I mean, it says autobiography right on the front. That's the title of the book. It's autobiography. Well, he's an eccentric billionaire. So, autobiography: the diary collections of J. Wild Crocodillington. Yeah, cool dude. Um, I okay. I love this. I want to hear more about this guy and his life. I yeah, I think know... it could be an interesting podcast. He's a strange man. I'm amazed that his book was here. Yeah, I would like to know how he amassed his fortune. That's probably in one of the earlier pages. I flipped right to the middle. Can I, so. I'm guessing you have read nothing of this book yet. Uh, I've, I've read little snippets and I just saw, wow, that's interesting stuff. Okay, so... You, I didn't read how he got his fortune yet. This is my favorite part of this, is that we're going to be discovering his story together. Yeah. I feel like we're going to be on the same page. We can both react in time. Yep. 
I'm very into this, Eric. This is a, a great idea. What, what did you say the title of this was? Oh, I don't know. I guess we just could call it uh, J. Wild Crocodillington's audio, autobiography. The Diaries of J. Wild Crocodillington? From yeah. the desk of J. Wild Crocodillington. From the autobiography of J. Wild Crocodillington. From the tortured mind of J. Wild Crocodillington. Ooh, you did it. You topped me. You, you got the right This is just brainstorming. Title. It's not a competition, but yes, I did. You did win. Uh, all right. Um, funnily enough, I, uh, I've got a pitch of my own. If you'd like to hear it. I, do you, no, have, I do you have anything else to give me from your idea? I, feel... uh, I think you pretty much get it. And I don't want to read too much of the book just to spoil. Yeah, that know. would ruin the show. Like, yeah. that was a great taste. We test. would start from the beginning, I would think. Yeah, I would. <laughs> start a book from the beginning instead of the middle? <laughs> You're kooky. <laughs> All right. But I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to these ideas. Okay. All right. So I had a little encounter in the library the other day. Yeah. Uh, just, I didn't bother to get the guy's name. I don't care. You know, there's, <laughs> I care about Carrie the librarian, yeah. Saskia, Hannah, Joe. These are like our, these are like model citizen slaves to me. Yeah. I like those guys. I like Toby. Uh, Toby! <laughs> He's a character. <laughs> I know nothing about him, but every time I see him off in the distance, he seems to be having the best time. Yeah. I like that. I like that. He makes this place fun. So I saw this guy at one of the computers, didn't catch his name, uh, over in our computer lab. Right. And he was just looking at pornography on the computer. And he had this really big smile on his face. Like he was really enjoying that he pornography. He's completely surrounded by people. Everyone else is doing their best to ignore him. But he's just clicking through all these pictures of naked women. He has a big smile. And I stopped. I stood by him. Like as I was walking by, I stopped by him. And I like looked down and purposely looked from between him and his screen several times. As if to say, what are you doing? <laughs> This is a, there are children, there are kidnapped children here in our micronation. <laughs> Why are you doing this? And he just kind of ignored me. And eventually I just kept moving because I didn't really want to start a conversation with him about it and be mm-hmm. like, hey, what are you, what are you looking at, you big purvis? <laughs> and so I left when I came back. He was looking at something normal. So maybe he got the hint. What, like a spreadsheet? Yeah, exactly. The most normal and least sexual thing possible. Unless it's a spreadsheet of your sexual exploits. (laughs) And uh, then later, I was just out walking on the rig, and I was paused at one of our stoplights waiting for traffic to go by. And (laughs) he rode in front of me on his bike with the same big smile. Only, of course, no pornography this time. He was just smiling. And I was like, all right, this guy's got a life. He's not... He's not always in the in the library looking at pornography. He seems like genuinely happy outside and in. He's an actual human. He's I mean yeah, I would never said he I never thought he wasn't a human. He was just like a, a weird human. And then I but seeing him just out on his bike made me want to know more about him cuz it's the same smile. Right. Life makes him feel the way that watching pornography does. Okay. Right? So what we do is we set up what I call a nudie booth. We take <laughs> One of the live rooms, and we throw some red drapes in it, put a little red lighting in, some uh, plush furniture, kind of turn it into a very small, like Hugh Hefner's mansion, but it's the size of a car of a cargo cell, <laughs> you know, a cargo yeah. container. And uh, then we're going to go out, we're going to find the perverts that still hang out in the library, the ones that we scooped up when we took this place, and we just pull them into the nudie booth and we ask them like, hey, you know, tell you are a fan of pornography. Why don't you tell us, like, what you like, what type you like, why you like it, why you think it's a good idea to watch it in the library. (laughs) Right. And then, you know, we just kind of see who these people are, what their fetishes are. And then at the end, we can just, if we've decided they're good people, we keep them. 
if we've decided that they're weird, bad people, we will simply throw them over the edge of the oil rig into the shark-infested waters below. Hmm. Um, what I'm interested by is, so you, you saw someone looking at pornography yep. and smiling. A very yep. specific smile? Like a very casual smile. And then they had that same smile when they were biking. Yeah. And you were like, okay, I see. That made me biking want... Biking made you feel the same way that pornography feels. What if... Now, here's just my opinion. What if all smiles are the same? No. Anytime I smile, I have the same smile. Like anytime anything makes you happy. I don't... That's not true. That's not true. You have different levels of smiles, for example. Sometimes things just amuse you and like one side of your mouth just goes up a little bit. And then they're... Yeah, like that. You're doing it right now. <laughs> there's like a... There's like kind of like a reluctant chuckle smile. Uh... <laughs> I see. I know. I get. Yeah. It. I I can see the point. You're right. I I had I had just two smiles just in the last seven seconds or so. What made me most interested in the guy is the fact that most people watching pornography in the library, I have noticed, usually try to look as angry as possible so you won't go bother them. <laughs> is that what you think? They're maybe they're actually angry. I guess. I don't know how you could be angry watching pornography. It seems like you should be trying to de-stress yourself. What if, what if uh, what if you're watching some pornography that you shot and someone has uploaded it or has like put their name on it and is getting all the credit for it and you're just watching angrily like this is my shit. That's my penis. That's not Carl. That's my penis. That's my penis. He's taking credit for my junk. That's my big toe. That's my Oh, man. A buddy of mine brought me back bootleg pornography from Russia once. Why? I don't know. He's an intri- he's an odd fellow. What the fuck are you talking about? It was the worst. It was the worst. Hey, I just got back from Russia, so here's a gift for you. And it was like pornography he'd brought, bought in a supermarket. It was just sold on a rack. And so uh, me and my good friend Shane Buford, my best the friend Buf. Shane Buford, the Buf. And, hey, wait, uh, am I your best friend or is Shane your best friend? I'm in the middle of a story, Eric, please. Okay. All right. And so me, him, and uh, this uh, third friend of ours were just sat down to watch it because we thought, all right, let's see what this is. And it was um, very, like, very softcore, no no penetration or anything like that. It was mostly just models milling about in the nude, like, in different locales, which is super boring. But there was a couple of, of like, sex scenes. Yeah. But they were always, like, staged very carefully so you don't see anything. And that includes one scene where it's this couple uh, having sex on the bed and the woman is riding the man. But his big toe, like, the way it's shot is so that his big toe is blocking any signs of penetration like it's this <laughs> weird shot from the end of the bed like the down fuck? looking up and they've just got it perfectly framed <laughs> so that you can't see any penis or vagina or the combination of the real? two yeah i still have it somewhere i kept it because it was such a weird thing <laughs> that's a that is a marvel of cinematography i don't know how i would be able to do that like it's extremely distracting <laughs> It's like you're watching footage of a big toe and there's sex happening in the background. <laughs> it was very dumb. What the fuck? I can't believe I've never told you about that. It's the uh, best and worst pornography I've ever seen in my life. Oh, man. That sounds amazing. It's kind of cool. Kind of cool. That's... Oh, man. That's... A- it's really impressive, actually. So you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if you actually sit down and start dissecting pornography, it is weird as hell. I mean, you don't have to look too deep for it to be weird, but little things like that, like 
You know, I would love to. These guys are are experts. Yeah. And I want to hear like they connoisseurs. Let's not go that far. They are experts. They are well versed in porn. The pros. I want to hear, um, you know, why they're so obsessed with it. You know, so obsessed that they have to take a time out of their day to come down to the library and <laughs> pour over pornographic images. Angrily. Angrily. Just, mm, mm, I have to expand our databanks. <laughs> oh, so much new porn coming in every day. None of it's being analyzed properly. Um, You get the idea, though. Yeah. So uh, it's us chatting with perverts. Okay. In a lush red room about the size of a shipping container. Um, I'm ready to vote. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to vote wait. for mine. I thought you were going to vote for mine. I Sorry. really, 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 really did. I mean, yours made me laugh more just because of that story about the big toe porn. Yours is yours is fantastic because it, it tells us so much about the island where we live. I, I guess it's not an island. Well, I island, think of it as an island. The oil rig where we are going to live soon. Well, we've... Oh, I, I mean the collection. Like, it's all... Oh. It's all connected, man. Yeah. We've, we've been, we're getting real good at making rope bridges. Yeah. Like, I've been very impressed by the quality of our rope bridges. I'm not afraid to walk across some of them anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I did, uh, like, double knots on some. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And we're using real wood, not just driftwood we pull in, which, by the way, cracks. Yeah. Like, it's super dry. All the salt is in it, so it just kind of, like... Falls apart. Yeah, that's no good. We lost a lot of uh, we lost a lot of former employees. A lot of bridge testers did not make it across the bridge. Yeah, a well, lot of the worm form worm farmers we have in our worm farm tried to come back from the worm farm. Nope, nope. Now they're part of the worm food. <laughs> well, you know, we are creating. We're job creators, though, right? Yeah. That's what people need to remember. Um, I'm going to vote for mine. Okay, well, that's fair. I mean, yours is a great one. I mean, I, I like your idea a lot, but there's something about it that really upset me. And it's creepy. I, I don't actually remember what it was anymore, but I just remember that feeling of resentment, and I've decided to hold on to that. So maybe okay. pitch and it just associate it with me. You, know, you tell you what, maybe pitch this again sometime as you do. Sure. I'm. I, I can't imagine you would ever pitch the same idea twice, but <laughs> if you want to bring it back, I would be willing to reconsider it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This. Yeah. This idea I pitched today feels to me like a fan favorite classic episode mm. so i'll probably be i'll probably be bringing it back oh really yeah well good for you thank you good for you motherfucker hey uh if you want to support the show you can head over to audible.com nope audibletrial.com yes slash podcast vs yeah Oh, wonderful. And you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with Audible. You get a free downloadable audiobook, and we here at PvP Land get a little kickback, which is real nice. Real nice. It pays to keep the lights on here on the island, slash series of oil rigs. <laughs> it pays a tiny fraction of those lights. <laughs> we find other ways to make our power. Yeah. And I, have a, I have a job. I have a job. You have a job. You yeah. have a job. I uh, I am experimenting with human experiments but that's not important that's not important right now that's not important. we don't need to get into that um so yeah head over and remember that you can cancel the subscription and just get the free book and give us the kickback we like to say that because uh, it's really not that hard to do it's, it's important you know i wouldn't have done it if i didn't know that i could cancel oh, you did this yeah did you give us one of our own kickbacks no because i uh i messed up the it doesn't matter it doesn't. Okay, I'm fine. Too, I'm too stupid to do it, and I somehow messed it up. Anyways, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.